Hi there, good morning. Um, I welcome you to another episode of Let's Talk Jesus. And I'm still your host, Victoria Ibisike. Last week we looked at the topic that says Jesus in everyday life. And under that topic we looked at how that it's very important and vital that we have Jesus in our everyday life, that we bring him into everything that we are doing and allow him guide us through our lives daily. And um, today we're, look, we're looking at a different topic that says reaching out, reaching out your fruits, reaching out your fruits. And another way to construct that topic is to say reaching out through your fruits, reaching out through your fruits. Um, so it's basically a relationship with others today not a relationship with christ but a relationship with others so when we talked about um jesus in everyday life we looked at how um, jesus is needed in everyday life but today we're looking at reaching out so we're looking at how we relate as believers as christians with other people that we meet on a daily basis and one of those ways is through our fruits now the bible says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh now when I read this verse of scripture something struck me and it's the fact that Paul was saying to the Galatians walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh you know before now I used to read it as walk by the spirit and do not gratify the desires of the flesh but Paul is actually saying that walking by the spirit is a way to guarantee that you will not gratify the desires of the flesh so um, it's just like what was said in John chapter 1 verse 5 where it says that light shineth in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it so light and darkness is like the spirit and the flesh so when you do things of the light you would definitely overcome darkness so when you do things of the spirit you would definitely overcome the flesh now when we say things of the spirit we're not merely talking about um um the praying in tongues and seeing visions and stuff like that no we're looking at first the fruit of the spirit which was at la- which was outlined in um galatians chapter 5 verse 22 says about the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control now if we look at all nine of them they do not say they are fruits of the holy spirit they said they are fruits of the spirit so it's a singular um noun fruits of the spirit meaning that all nine of them make up the fruits of the spirit all nine of them make up that fruit and you're expected to walk in all nine of them so that you will not gratify the desires of the flesh now let's look at them love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control Now, it's very easy to say, oh, I have love, I have love. But you're not complete if love is all that you have. You're not complete if you have just eight of them. You're not complete if you have just eight and a half of them. What is important is that you have all nine of them. A believer is expected to walk in all nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. You're expected to have love in you, to love man and to love God. 
You are expected to always be joyful. You know, um, Apostle Paul will always say in his epistles, Rejoice always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice always again, I say rejoice. So it's something, it's, it's, joy is, is a, is a place that we ought to be in at every time. And note that joy is different from happiness. You know, happiness is stirred by happenings around you. So, for example, you get a new car, you're happy. You get a new job, you're happy. You travel out of the country, I mean, out of the country for some vacation or something, you're happy. Or you get a scholarship, you're happy. Or you get some money, you're happy. But when we talk about joy, joy is more heavenly. Joy is more divine. Joy is something that is there even in the thickest of storms. So you can be sorrowful or sorry, you can be in a a very bad place at a time in your life and you still be filled with joy. And that's the permanent position for every believer or the expected position for every believer you expected to be in joy at all times rejoicing always rejoicing no matter what comes your way another thing is peace 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 is is something that believers should prioritize Believers are not known by war. You are not, war is not the answer. Peace. You live in, you know, Paul will say, if it is possible, live at peace with all men. Live at peace with all men. Peace. Another very, very important thing is patience. You know, this life is, is, we, you know, it's, 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 it's systemized in a way such that we are always in a haste to get things. You know, they always say life is a process, but how many of us are willing to go through that process? We are always in a hurry. I want to make money. I want to get married. I want to have my own car. I want to have my own house. I want to be able to take care of my parents. I want to give back to my parents. I want to, I want to. We are always in a haste. I know what Jesus says. He said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, that, um, be anxious for nothing that we should not be anxious anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit you have no need at all to be anxious because jesus commands that we should live above that anxiety says therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is its own trouble so we need to learn that 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 act of patience it's it's something that is very important very pivotal to our christian life you know god can tell you that oh my son my daughter i am i'm going to do something great in your life i'm going to maybe god can tell you i'm going to make you a great minister of god and even before god is going to actualize that thing you're already walking ahead of god and trying to see oh how am i going to how am i going to okay what kind of clothes am i going to wear when i become a minister what kind of wife am i going to marry what kind of house am i going to live in where will i go to preach no patience patience is the is a fruit of the spirit and it is very very important one thing that the devil has planted in us is that spirit of haste we are hasty for everything 
you know you can be in your final year in school and you're already wondering okay so i'm in my final year what am i doing next what business am i doing what work am i doing oh what what company am i applying to where am i going to do my youth service you know there's this thing that the world says that if you fail to plan you will plan to fail and if you ask me somehow somehow it contradicts the principle of patience I'm not saying that it's wrong to plan, but there's a way that we can begin to plan things that will contradict the principle of patience. There's such a thing as patience, and it's very, very important. And we need to ask God to give us that spirit of patience. There's also kindness. Kindness. A believer is expected to be kind. If you are kind to someone, you will not treat people anyhow. And this kindness is not based on age or status or level. It's not, oh, this person is a rich person. Let me be kind to him so that tomorrow he will bring favors to me. That's not the principle of kindness. You know, a lot of times we do things because of what we will get in return. So, for example, you can say, ah, let me help this person so that tomorrow this person will help me. No, that's not the mindset you should have towards being kind to people. Be kind to people because you want to be kind to them, not because of what you will get from them. It's very important. And then we look at goodness, goodness, goodness. You know, there's this thing that we say that God is not a nice God. God, God is a good God. And it's very true. God is not nice, but God is good. And he expects us to be good as well. You're not supposed to be nice. You know, being nice is looking at someone who, for example, has body odor and you don't tell the person because you're trying to be nice. You don't want to hurt the person's feelings. Whereas the good thing is to tell the person so that the person can work on it. So being nice and being good are two very different things. You're not expected to be nice to people. Niceness, in a way, prevents you from telling people the truth. So you don't want to hurt this person's feelings. Oh, I don't want this person to feel bad. Oh, I don't want this person to stop being my friend. So for that reason, you lie to people. You you, you try to hide things from them. Whereas you're supposed to be good to them. You know, there are certain things that Jesus did... They were not nice things, but they were good things. You see, you, you, you know, Jesus will, will tell someone that wants to to come to him and he'll say, okay, go and sell your house. And you feel like this man is not nice. Yes, he doesn't need to be nice. He's only being good because he's trying to tell you what it will cost you to be his disciple. So following God entails that you will be good, not nice. The next one is faithfulness. Faithfulness in everything that God has called you to do. You have to be faithful. You know, God gives us things and he dies in our hands. It's not supposed to be so. We ought to be faithful in the calling of God concerning our lives. You know, Paul will always say that we should live a life that is worthy of the calling of God upon our lives. We ought to be faithful, not do today go and rest tomorrow, do today, rest tomorrow, do today, take a break tomorrow. No, you have to be consistent in the calling that God has called you to. And the next one is gentleness. Gentleness. You must be gentle. You know, Jesus was the perfect example of how to be gentle. 
there were lots of for example look at when he was going to be crucified look at how people were insulting him spitting on him someone told him if you are elijah why not why not call a, a, a beast to come eat us up why not do this why not do that no Remember when they came to arrest him? He was going to, uh, and Peter cut off the ears of one of the one of the people that came to arrest him. And Jesus said, "No, we are not doing that." Jesus had the power to to destroy those people. Jesus had the power to 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 say, "Okay, be gone," and they will be gone. Jesus had the power to to control them, but he did not. He chose being gentle. So gentleness is very important. You don't always have to fight everyone. You know, some of us who always want to prove a point. So because you want to prove that I can stand up to anybody, and then we just speak out of out of out of out of context. We speak more than we should. We say things that we ought not to say simply because we we just don't want anyone to look down on us. See, let them look down on you. What's important is that you have that fruit of the spirit that is known as gentleness. And finally, self-control. Self-control. Now it's called self-control, not divine control. This is the one that you have to be intentional about. It's it applies to a lot of things we do in this life. You know, one of the the, the flesh the desires of the flesh that is very common is sexual immorality and this is where self-control comes to play you know when i was going through the episodes i i found that that for every other um scene paul will always say do not do this do not do that but whenever he talks about sexual immorality he would use the word flee he would use the word flee because there are certain things that you do not stand to try to overcome you have to run away remember what happened to joseph when the woman um the potiphar's wife wanted to have her way with him but what did he do he did not wait to say oh i can't do this i can't i can't i can't possibly be doing this you know the more you stay the more it comes at you so the important thing is to flee that's one way to control yourself and it's not just in sexual immorality it cuts across different areas of life you know there could be a point where someone gets you upset and you really really want to react you really really want to show the person who's the boss here but no you don't have to self control self control control yourself that's what it is control yourself it doesn't matter the kind of situation you find yourself in you have to control yourself you have to you have to be in charge you have to subdue your flesh by controlling it so it's very important that we walk by this fruit of the spirit remember i said it's not fruits of the spirit it's fruit of the spirit all nine of them have to be incorporated in your life all nine of them not one should be exempted and when you walk in these nine fruits of the holy spirit you'd find that it will be very hard very impossible for you to gratify the desires of the flesh so for example if you are tempted with something like um uh premarital sex if you have self control if you have love for whoever you want to get married to you would not 
need to do that thing with the person. If you have love for God, you will know that it's wrong to do it. So you see that your life by the Spirit can actually control your life in the flesh if you would walk by the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit. I don't know if you've been blessed today, but I really want you to start being intentional about these fruits of the of this fruit of the Holy Spirit. I need you to be intentional because it's one way to reach out to people. It's one way because people would see your fruits. What are those fruits that you that you showcase? What are those things that people see in you? That even if you do not talk, they see you as someone that is faithful. They see you as someone that is good. They see you as someone that is gentle. They see you as someone that is kind. They see you as someone full of love. They see you as someone that is patient and on and on and on like that. It's one way to reach out to people. So I urge you today, I charge you today to live and walk by the Spirit. And God is going to help each and every one of us to actually do this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.